Hey, welcome to episode 32 of Reiki Me Right. I'm your host, I'm Jane Goodsir. had a great chat with Jade on social media and emails, and they highlighted this podcast topic today. Where to begin if you've stopped using Reiki or moved away from using Reiki in your own life for whatever reason that might be. I know personally, I completely stopped practicing at one point because I didn't feel right. I knew there was more and there was deeper. I just couldn't work out how to move forward. My intuitive connection was lacking. I just wasn't feeling as I thought it should be. So I'll cover where you could begin to welcome using Reiki back into your daily life from a shamanic perspective. That is non-restrictive, intuitive, non-dogmatic practice. It's the best place to start because obviously we want to be using the modality for ourselves first to glean the benefits in our own lives before we share that gift with others. The first thing you could do is explore why you moved away from using Reiki, mental body understanding. Did you have a lack of confidence? Were you lacking an intuitive connection? Did you simply fall out of love with how you were practicing at that time because maybe it was like me, it was starting to feel off? Was it that you struggled with consistency? And by that, I mean knowing how to integrate Reiki into your everyday life in a way that works for you specifically, then actually actioning it. Considering the reason itself, firstly, mental and spiritual momentum is needed to develop an intuitive connection to Reiki energy, and that requires action, not just thinking about doing something, but actually actioning it. That intentional step then becomes a behaviour, a positive habit, a practice, second nature, then just simply who you are. If you've fallen out of gathering mental and spiritual body momentum, consider not taking time out of your day to do anything drastically different, but instead adding things in. For example, positive affirmations when you're brushing your teeth, or commonly, I notice overwhelm can be a big thing for people when they waken up in the morning. I used to be exactly the same. You could try one of these three things. As soon as you start to start in the morning, use an affirmation and repeat it until you get up, like I'm safe and secure or I'm capable and able. Repeating affirmations will help to alter your subconscious thoughts. Grounding affirmations, like the examples I've just given you, are excellent for all, irrespective of, let's call it levels, of past trauma. What many people often don't realise is that in certain circumstances, the wrong affirmation can actually cause re-traumatisation, so you're safe and that that won't happen here. As soon as you're awake, you could count five, four, three, two, one, and get up. After only five seconds of being awake, your brain's going to start to talk you out of doing this. So it's important that you do that right away. As soon as you feel yourself waking in, you could think of an empty square. Any thoughts that you identify coming in, let let them come in and, and see them bouncing off the side of that square. So the first thing to do is to understand why you fell out of using Reiki and if that's down to the physical actioning of doing something, which in my experience is a really common reason and if it's not the main reason it can be a contributing factor, then aim to gather some mental and spiritual body momentum. The second thing is knowing how to integrate Reiki into your days in a way that works for you as a unique individual because we're all different, right? 
I don't teach self-reiki as a practice like traditional reiki does. I teach people to work with their shamanic guides in various ways to access and grow a strong connection with and work with reiki energy. You'll never need to take time out of your day to work with reiki energy. Though you can do that to strengthen your connection, but shamanic reiki is really all about integrating reiki into your days because that's what we want, right? It's all about the everyday enhancing the experience and not escaping or avoiding it. So the next thing to do is to ask your shamanic guides to show you a way of connecting with Reiki energy that works for you in your day. So you've not just got the cognitive, the the mental body understanding, the logic, if you like, of why you stopped and knowing that you'd like to start working with Reiki in your days again, but you're also tapping into your intuition and connecting with your guides, tapping into that unseen realm of support. So you can get guidance on how to help yourself. So let me take you through that. If you reach out to me, jane, J-A-Y-N-E, at shamanicreiki.co.uk, I'll send you a how-to guide and information sheet that gives you the six guiding principles for safe shamanic journeying, along with a drumming track, and a how-to information sheet to interpret messages from spirit so that you can safely and effectively take yourself on a shamanic journey. So here, you'd open sacred space. I've got another podcast on how to do that as well. Sacred space means that you're working within a safe, energetic container available only for the work that you're doing at that time. For example, you might light a candle in a cleansed space. I've also got a podcast on that. And say something like, I welcome in my trusted shamanic guides to this space, followed by stating your intention, then saying that the space is now open. Don't forget to close your space When you're finished, we don't ever want to stay connected to non-ordinary reality. You'd create yourself an intention like, I wish to receive guidance on how I can integrate Reiki into my daily life, or I would like to be shown the, the steps to take so that I can work with Reiki in my days again. There is limitless potential when working with the spirit realm for support like this. And what they can bring forward for your consideration and action can really be so wonderful and outside where you could cognitively have seen yourself being. You don't need to know your shamanic guides to do this. We trust that they're there. Trust that you will experience exactly what you should within journey space that is right for you. That can take a little bit of practice. When you finish, like I said before, close space and write it all down, you'll quickly forget often. It's good to look back in time for themes or bits that might make sense to you later and not necessarily in the now. We've actually just launched a new community space app, currently only for those on a course with us, but this will open up as a monthly membership space for a relatively low cost to all Reiki trained people, any level, any lineage. And part of being in there includes support with interpreting journeys and developing a relationship with your intuition and your shamanic guides that help you with your Reiki practice. So you can keep an eye out for that if that's something that may be of use to you. So then what? What do you do after the journey? Well, the whole point in shamanic journey, and like I said before, is to enhance your reality, not escape or avoid it. So you want to take what you've been given in the spiritual realm, interpret it and apply in the earthly realm, action it. If you don't do or attempt to do what you've been given, then for me, it's like, what's the point, hey? And that was me for a very long time. I was doing all the listening, but I wasn't actioning, so nothing was actually changing. 
that's where I would begin. I appreciate it's not an A plus B equals C method or a definite how-to with a determined outcome. But that's often what traditional Reiki teaches and can be why often there is a lack of intuitive connection, a non-restricted connection with Reiki energy. You can give it a go. Let me know how you get on. I'll be back in two weeks' time with another episode. If you've anything you'd like to see covered or anything to ask me, you can drop me an email, jane, J-A-Y-N-E, at shamanicreiki.co.uk. I'd be delighted to hear from you. Take care.